Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Support for the Cannon Fire podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, they've always got the online casino, which never closes. So head over to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Once again, Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Hello and welcome to the Cannon Fire Podcast, episode 172, live on YouTube today with a little bit of news for you guys, the latest developments out of one buck, wide receiver Chris Godwin has been hit with the franchise tag, so it is one step of many towards keeping this team together for at least next season. Very, very encouraging. We'll talk about Shaq Barrett. Contract negotiations with number 58 have begun. Tom Brady possibly going to be a part of a restructure. I think it's likely at this point. We'll cover that. And as I mentioned before, we are live on YouTube. Shout out to our guys in the live chat. NFL God, YT De Niro, JD Bass. Welcome back to the Cannon Fire Podcast. I am your host as always, Rhett Matthew. Joined alongside me. My good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself, Evan Schefter Wanish. I mean, dude, we were talking before the show. You've got your free agency get up going today. You've got your phone right. running, post notifications on for anyone and everyone. You got your music blaring in the background. I thought you were going to keep it playing while we were doing the show. It would have been baller as hell, but I mean, you got the whole Wouldn't setup and you've been me. on top of it today. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's um. It's one of the busier times in a year, so I mean, I could have had the music. It just would have been, it might have been copyrighted too. So <laughs> not sure, but um, yeah, that, that that would have been an interesting show. Just trying to trying to mix the music with my voice and you know try to make it out. So it would have would have been interesting. But yeah, I got the whole the whole shooting match here. So uh, really excited that we finally get some news, not only just for the Bucks but around the NFL. It's been a crazy day, and we're not done yet. So. Absolutely. So give us the breakdown on Chris Godwin getting the franchise tag. Buccaneers announced that a couple of hours ago. And uh, obviously at this point it means that Shaq Barrett and Levante David are going to be candidates for free agency unless the Bucks lock them up to a long-term deal, which they've already started talking to Shaq about. But Chris Godwin getting slapped with the tag, he gets a pretty good payday. Yeah, this was something obviously it was expected. It was, I, I don't believe there, maybe, I mean, I'm sure the Bucks would have liked the long-term contract, uh, but 
Chris Godwin might have wanted a long-term contract too, but the Bucks wanted it at their price, and Chris God- Godwin wanted it at his price, and his price was likely twenty million, maybe even more. If if he hit the open market, he was going to get uh, twenty million, possibly more from somebody. Oh yeah, and it wouldn't have been Tampa. Um, I mean, I know I said it last time that if Godwin hit the open market, he was gone. Um, I just didn't think there was any way he was going to re-sign back if he hit the open market, which obviously isn't going to. So the franchise tag is expected to be about sixteen point four million. Um, so, I mean, that leaves the Buccaneers with a little cap space. So they're going to have to do a, a few roster moves that obviously we talked about the Brady restructuring thing. We'll talk about in a little bit, but I mean, that offense now is pretty much intact. I mean, there's obviously two big def- defensive free agents they have in Shaq Barrett and Levante David, but, um, the, the, the big, uh, the, the, the big thing with, with getting this offense back is you get Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And Rob Gronkowski, he's likely to come back. I, I don't really think there's much debate there. Maybe Cameron Brake goes, but for the most part, the, this this offense is going to be back, and it's a huge step for for Tom Brady. And just to keep that that chemistry, obviously, it's a word we heard a lot. So to be able to keep that chemistry, I think is important. And it worked out for Godwin and the Bucks, I think. Absolutely. And it, it put to bed any of those ridiculous rumors that we had talked about, like the OBJ stuff. You know what I mean? Just the yeah. hypothetical things where, like, if yeah. the Buccaneers lose Chris Godwin, you know, now we can narrow it down. If the Buccaneers lose Shaq Barrett, because, right. you, you know, let's kind of take the conversation this direction. We know Chris Godwin's going to be back. All you have left now is Shaq Barrett, Levante David. We talked about on our last episode the possibility of Levante kind of getting, you know, a three, maybe four-year deal. Um, probably three. Shaq Barrett going to be the guy you want to lock up for maybe that extra year. Where does your priority shift to? Because Levante David over 30, Shaq Barrett's in a situation where if the Bucks throw 19, 19 and a half mil at him, and another team throws, I don't know, more than 21 is my guess, then he's probably not going to be a Buck. Levante David, you don't really have to give him that huge payday because I think he's done making the big money in his career, even though he's able to. Like, I, I don't know. Where do you where do you see the shaking out? What do you think the Bucks' priority is uh, with those two guys? It's difficult because you you have one hand. Shaq Barrett plays the more important position because it's a pass rusher. Um, like he he just you know a pass rusher is going to be more important than an interior linebacker. Like it just it is. Uh, however, Levante David's Levante David, and, and he's been the defense's backbone for ten years now. Like I mean, even more, right? It's um, it would be tough. To, to walk away from Avante David, but it, it it's it's interesting. Um, it's interesting because, it, like I said, position importance. You would you would resign Barrett and let David walk if you had to choose one or the other, right? This is a, obviously they want both back, right? This has been established that they would want both back, but let's say you have to choose one or the other, right? You got to choose one or the other. Um, it would be it would be interesting decision for them. Position importance, I think you'd be Shaq Barrett. But like actual like football team importance, man, this would be such a different defense out Levante David. And you know, like I mean, then you're looking for the draft because there's not really many like Matt Milano we've brought up as a replacement for Levante David, but like there's not really an obvious one. Oh, let Levante David go and sign this guy. You know, there's a lot of pass rushers out there. We've listed them, you know, Leonard Floyd didn't get the franchise tag. Romeo Aquara didn't get the franchise tag. Uh, Carl Lawson, Yannick Ngakwe, Matt Judon, all of these guys, 
they're talented, and there's a lot of different options. Bud Dupree didn't get the franchise tag. I think he'll be out of their price range, but he didn't get the franchise tag. So I would understand where the Bucks would be coming from if they choose either one. I think they want both. I still think they're going to get both. And here's why. I'm going to explain my thing here. I, I think Levante David's coming back no matter what. I don't really think that's yeah, that's not I, a hard one for me. Yeah. The, the Shaq Barrett one. So here's the – I've had a lot of people ask me this over the last six hours. I, I just can't see Shaq Barrett going – to the, the two teams I think that could really offer him a lot of money are Jacksonville and the Jets, right? They have a pass rush need. They have a ton of cap space. They could do it. Like, does he want to go there for 21 mil, you know, and win five or six games? Like, he, he still wants to win. Like, money is important, obviously, and it's a business first. But a player, business first, and then, like, winning is second. Like, that that's the thing, right? He still wants to win. So, like, does he want to go to Jacksonville or New York for 21 million, you know, per year for four or five years? and win five or six games, or does he want to stay in Tampa in a defense he's familiar with, with teammates he's familiar with and gets along with for $19.5 for four years and be a Super Bowl contender for at least two two or three of them those years. So that's where I think that Shaq Barrett will come back, right? Yeah. I, 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 just, I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit. I think Bucks fans are going to be nervous. I, mean, I think he's, that he's hitting the market. I, I think that's established that he's – He's he's gonna enter free agency next. Oh yeah, like not he's not gonna resign tonight. Like they're they're gonna like he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But I do think he's back. We got a lot of stuff in the chat here. A lot of opinions in the chat. I, I was gonna pick up on the topic of an edge rusher, Shaq Barrett being a guy that you know a lot of people look at it. The Bucks are in a situation where they're gonna want to kind of play it safe with their cap. And if you want to move on from Shaq Barrett, here's a good point that. Uh, Nestor Cervantes makes in the live chat. If I mispronounce that, I do apologize. He actually commented earlier about your uh, your mustache too. He said you shouldn't shave it. See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, um, thanks for thanks for noticing, Nestor. <laughs> we brought this up briefly uh, last week, but he says as long as we have Vita demanding double teams, any decent edge rusher would do. What are your thoughts on this? And I mean, I can actually really see how that's a valid point. Um, you know, we talked about how JPP and Shaq Barrett are another level of pass rusher when you have a guy like Vita Vey in the middle. And the good thing about Vita is that he's not really going anywhere this offseason or even maybe next offseason. So, you know, you look at it from that perspective, it makes a lot of sense. But let me also say this. Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul are above average pass rushers. So I don't know if you'll be able to just throw anybody in there. But I think it's a good point right. to make, and when you look at the Bucks, you know, cutting some corners on paying guys, maybe that's a way they go to. Yeah, that's a good point that you make. Like, you can't just sign a guy for five million dollars and oh yeah, via via. Like, if that was the case, then Anthony Nelson would be getting sacks consistently, stuff and getting playing time. That's not the case. Like, he's still gonna be a good player, and Shaq Barrett's a good player. Good pass rushers get paid. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff in the chat. The thing about Trey Hendrickson here, um, yeah, he had 13 and a half sacks. He was he's exclusively a pass rusher. Um, for the Saints, he played exclusively on passing downs. He can't really defend and run that well. I don't really see it as a fit. Um, a lot of other things. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people talking about, and I guess we'll just address it because, as we said on the last episode, it is rumor season, and a lot of people asking about it. Gerald McCoy kind of came out. He was on uh, SiriusXM talking to an NFL show, and he just talked about how he'd like to play in Tampa again. 
how, how happy he's been for these guys. And, you know, Gerald McCoy was a big piece of this defense for a long time. But I think somebody else we know said it best when, you know, as much as I like Gerald McCoy, I just don't think an aging three-tech is what this defense needs right now. So me and you are going to disagree on this a tad because what's the harm? That's that's yeah. what I look at it as. He's not. He's he literally came out and said he doesn't care about money. Like he legit said that that whoever he signs with, his days of getting a big contract are over. Like he realizes that. So if you can sign this guy for the vet minimum to come in, and you don't even know if he's healthy yet, right? So yeah. I mean, he's having a major injury. injury. So yeah. So he said he's not going to be cleared until training camp. So if you're going to bring in a guy to be depth behind, you know, a guy like Dominican Sue, why not Gerald McCoy? Because here's the thing, like Gerald McCoy, I think provides you the, that pass rush, that interior pass rush that you could use. He'd still be going up against a guard, yeah. right? It's just they they just wouldn't be able to drop him in in coverage, right? It, Which he, I don't really think they they shouldn't be dropping Sue in coverage anyway. But. McCoy is a guy who they would bring in on a rotation, obviously, but you'd mostly bring him in on passing downs. And I, you know, I heard this talked about last night. I was watching a Real Bucks talk. They did a live stream with our boy James, aka Mister Bucks Nation. Uh, but they talked about Gerald McCoy, and, and you know there were guys in that stream in the chat on both ends of the spectrum. And I I, I agree to where he's a situational guy. He definitely right. plays the pass a little bit better than he would play the run. And you get him next to a guy like Vita Vea, you know it's hard to tell what he could do. But hey, well, he played what one year with Vita Vea, I think, or two years, I think. Maybe, maybe. one. Yeah, maybe one. Um, was was okay. Vita Vea's first year was. Was that Dirk's last year? Yeah, it was Dirk's last year. Yeah, so he played one year with Vita Vea. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting thing to think about. But I, and I just, and it, he never he never played with Shaq Barrett either. He didn't. And Gerald McCoy never played with Shaq Barrett. Let me ask you one thing. At the end of all of this, because you bring in Gerald McCoy, it doesn't really factor into it if Sue's going to be back or not. But my question for you is who ultimately wears 93? Yeah, that was my thing. I don't know who wears 93. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, uh, personally, it, 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 if if both are back, it would have to be Sue because Sue was already on the that's, team. That, that's what I'm saying. If, if Sue <laughs> comes back, I feel like it's going to suck for old Gerald to have to wear like 91 for a season. But, yeah, um, I'm sorry. If you want to be back, that's the price you got to pay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it would be interesting. And I think that, that I'm not saying it's the best option. I'm saying they could do worse. Um, and especially in a draft class where interior defensive line, it's not great. Like the, the yeah. depth of it's not great. The top half of it's not great. Do you really want to be reaching for somebody like that? You know, uh, in the, in the first or second or third round, I don't know. I, you know, I prefer just, if you are able to land him, I think you could do much worse. That, that That's basically my point. I don't think it happens. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think, I think the bucks may like there, there could be a path to, to that happening. I just ultimately don't think it happens, but it, it's a decent, it's a decent uh, thought. Um, I know We've seen a lot of stuff about in here about Odell Beckham Jr. about like Chris Godwin. So here's the thing: the report was was falsely not. It wasn't even really it, a report. It wasn't even it, was, it wasn't even a report to begin with. Yeah, it was just <laughs> Adam Schefter goes and says Tom Brady might want to play with Odell Beckham Jr., which has been like said for years. Like those guys have wanted to play with each other for a long time. Um, you know, but Schefter even said it's unlikely due to campus to Tampa. Tampa's cap situation 
And then people just ran with it because Gridiron from Bleacher Report said, Tom Brady wants to play with Odell. And they were like, oh, it's going to happen. So um, it was never really a, a thing that Brady like called the like called Jason Light and said, get Odell. That wasn't the case. Right. It was just a matter of like, look, Tom Brady likes Odell Beckham Jr. If Chris Godwin were to move on, if Chris Godwin were to move on, I, the, I said that Odell would be a realistic target if Godwin walked. But I also are. didn't. I also <laughs> didn't think Godwin was going to walk. So, right. uh, yeah, it's it wasn't going to happen. It was never going to happen. So, unless, like I said, sacrifices were made, which I don't think the Bucks were willing to make. So, um, glad to see we can finally put that to bed. Because if Godwin would have walked, or even knock out the franchise tag today, man, it would have been the rumors would have been loud, and it would have yeah. been annoying. Let's um let's talk a little bit more about the Bucks moving some money around. We talked at the beginning about some uncomfortable moves they're going to have to make here soon to free up some cap space. But another rumor that's kind of popped up, and I guess it's gaining some traction because I think it's likely and I think it is somewhat legitimate. Tom Brady, that contract restructure, maybe give him an extra year. You know where where do things kind of fall here? Because last reports I had seen is that this is really picking up steam. Yeah, uh, I I think it it'll, it'll end up happening. I. I would guess one year if I had to guess. I know there's been some rumblings. Maybe it's multiple years. I think one year, that would mean he's he's here this year and next year. I think that would be that would be more realistic. Um, like I said, Big Ben restructured his contract and saved the Steelers $15 million. So, I mean, if Brady could do something similar and save, what, $10, $11, 12000000 million, that could go a long way in retaining some of these guys. Um, you know, I mean, you're talking about – an extra 12 mil. I mean, that yeah. could single-handedly almost bring back Levante David. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it would be interesting. I think it will happen. They're going to have to do it because, I mean, right now they don't even have money to, to sign really anybody back, yeah. right? I mean, their current cap space is around probably $3 million, although the official salary cap has not been set yet. So they're, But we, we assume that teams have gotten a number or else the franchise tag deadline would have been pushed back. It has not teams went about their business so um you know it, it'll be interesting to see but brady's just one of them right and we're, we're gonna get into him right now brady's just because they're gonna have to do more than just brady it can't just be a brady extension and then you're done like you're gonna have to do some real finagre on here oh a- absolutely and you know we talked about the situation that this team is in it's important to remember that throughout this process it's all about next year it's not about two years from now it's not about three years from now right. I-, I know there are you know, I know that there are people who really focus on the future of this that's team. What, that's what the draft's for. It, it, that is what the draft is for, but even the draft is a different situation than it has been in many, many years. At pick number 32, the Bucks definitely have a little bit of room to play around if they really want to. I mean, obviously, they're going to probably get... I think best player available at that point is, is going to seem like common sense once you're at 32, but you do have a little bit more free range to kind of mess around there. And as far as free agency goes, what I was starting to say was it's just all about keeping this team together for next year. We'll worry about the future when the draft comes around, but we'll worry about the future whenever Tom Brady's done winning Super Bowls. As far as I look at it, maybe it's a, maybe it's a close sided way to look at it, but I mean, the facts are there. The guy has the hardware bucks got their second Lombardi. You got to believe in Tom now more than ever. Right. Yeah, to to me, you just have yeah, you have such a limited window now still, and with that defense, Devin White still on a rookie contract, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis all still on rookie contracts. 
Vita Vea, rookie contract. I mean, I you know, you got to take advantage of that. Antoine Winfield, rookie contract. You know, and then on the offensive side, Tristan Wirfs, rookie contract. Mike Evans. I mean, this guy is a top seven, eight receiver, but he ain't paid like it, right? Like he's he's paid like a top 15 receiver almost. So yeah. uh, take advantage of that. And, and yeah, just like you said, you know, I think in the draft you could look if you if you like a guy at, at, at thirty two and you don't think he's going to play at all, okay, pick him. That could be a future pick. But right now your goal should be how do you how do you get back to the Super Bowl this year? Not not next year. Not okay. Let's hope. How do you get back this year? And I I think that's what their their goal is. They did when they the day they signed Tom Brady was when they declared that they were going to be all in for those two years. Well, guess what? Just because he won a Super Bowl in year one, this is year two now, yeah. right? I think people are sort of forgetting that, that this that was year one, all right? And I know not many people were expecting a Super Bowl in year one, but now that was house money, baby, because a lot of people, including myself, were expecting the year two to be the Super Bowl year. So now you should be doing everything possible to move money around to get the best team that you possibly can for 2021. And I think they will. Yeah. Couple of important points in the chat. NFL God had said that uh, Mike Evans restructured all his career. Do you think he's eventually going to get tired of getting money taken that he was promised? It's interesting to remember, and I know Kevin came in with the save, but that that money's not being taken. It's just being moving moved around. Like yeah. the, the Bucks right. are going to have to pay him, and they'll ultimately pay him. But the year that they do, man. It's it's just different forms. It's yeah. it's signing bonuses. It's incentives. It's it's a lot of different things. Um, it's guaranteed money. It's voidable years. It's it's all that stuff. Um, the the cap. I don't want to say the cap is a myth because clearly, I mean, it's not. Like as you're lo- seeing with the Saints and stuff and the Eagles this year, like they've had to really cut down and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the Saints are going to lose a lot of people. They've already had to cut a lot of people. I know they just re- tagged Marcus Williams, but um, you know, there's ways when you, when you're able to, the Bucks haven't had to do this really ever, I think. So they're, they're able to, to do this, uh, with, with no issue. And that is, you know, create money. And I saw, just saw it in a check, kick the can down the road, right? That's a perfect analogy. Just, just keep kicking that can down the road. When you get to it again, if you want to kick it, you can, I, it all depends on where the team's at, you know, but right now I think, all the money issues, just kick it, kick, kick it down, down the road. Um, so it, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to see what happens. It's uh, funny because uh, kicking the can down the road, he was actually referring to New Orleans. Yeah. And, you know, there has been some other news around the NFL coming up. And whether you know it or not, it does somewhat pertain to the Bucks in a way. Um, the Saints, just because it's funny to watch them crawl out of cap hell, uh, Kevin put it perfectly. He said, I'm going to be real. I have no idea how the Saints tag Marcus Williams with negative cap space. What the hell is going on in New Orleans? We we heard all these horror stories during the regular season about how they're just going to be drowned by the negative cap space. And, and we've seen them you know, start to cut people, decide they're not going to sign certain people to try and crawl back out. But like, what really is going on there? And, and what, what kind of shape are they going to be in week one of next year? Not good. <laughs> I mean, money, money wise, like roster wise, like they're still going to have a solid roster. And a lot of people have asked me, well, okay, do you, how bad, like rank the teams, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. And I'm like, the Saints are still like, if there's any other team, that's the biggest competition to, to the Bucks, it's the Saints because Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchick, Sean Cameron Payton. Jordan, 
Sean Payton, Cameron Jordan, and Marshawn Lattimore. That's their core, right? Like, those guys are all still back. It's not like they're losing any of those guys. So, um, you know, it, it, they're still going to be a solid football team. I, I don't think they'll win the NFC South. I think the Buccaneers will. But, I, I, you know, I still think the Saints will be a solid team, and maybe they'll make it in as a wild card. Um, but, I mean – yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, they're going to lose Trey Hendrickson. As we, we talked about earlier, like, he's gone. Like, somebody's going to overpay him. Uh, Marcus Williams, I don't know. Maybe it's a tag and trade, and they're trying to get a draft pick out of it. We'll see. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're going to assign Jameis back, most likely. Uh, can't really do much else for agency. And just, I mean, I guess they're they're hoping to hit on a draft pick because, uh, I don't know, it's – it's uh, it's interesting what's going on, but it's definitely that is the definition of kicking the can down the road. If you if you want to look at anybody, look at the Saints. Over in Dallas, Dak Prescott oh got paid, buddy, uh, right. to the tune of about forty million dollars a year. And meanwhile, you've got Tom Brady sparing money for the rest of his team to make a you know another legitimate shot at a Super Bowl. It's just funny to see that play out, but but what do you make of Dak Prescott getting paid, and what does it do for the quarterback market moving forward? Well, I mean, good for him, right? I think he's they they toyed around with him so much, and they it did feel like him. they were just pulling him along for the last season and a half, two years, talking right? About and, a deal. and and then and then he was playing great football, and then yeah. got injured, right? And I mean, it was her a horrific injury, and so good for Dak. I'm I'm happy to see he got paid. QB market. Ah, Baltimore, Buffalo, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are gonna get paid. Congratulations. When is, uh, when is Lamar Jackson set to negotiate? Lamar, Lamar Jackson, well, they're they're gonna do a deal, I believe, this offseason. So probably this summer they'll they'll do a contract extension. Okay. But I mean I mean every quarterback now is gonna be getting forty million dollars or so. Um, which makes Tom Brady just look insane. I mean, I I'm obviously like I would take Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady, so like yeah, sure. Like forty-five million a year from Mahomes, it's Mahomes, right? Yeah. You know, but like, I mean, Tom Brady at twenty-five million dollars. His cap hit for this year is twenty-eight point three, which twenty-eight to three, it's good stuff there. Um, but uh, you know, that's that's before obviously a restructure or anything like that. So that's his cap hit right now, and I mean, it's just such a bargain because he's playing at an elite level, right? Like he's playing as a, like a top ten quarterback, and he's making nowhere near top ten quarterback money. It, it's truly remarkable. Um, hey, Willie Beeman's in the chat. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Good afternoon, no, no, fellas. Of, Shout out to all the fans of, in the chat. Really appreciate you guys, all 58 of you rocking yeah. with us right now. Uh, leave a thumbs chat. up I, if I you're can't in even, here. I can't even keep up so many in the chat. <laughs> leave a thumbs up if you're in here. Subscribe to the channel if you have not already. We're going to keep you updated best we can on all the Bucks news as it happens. And well, if you guys want, you can go talk, check out some past episodes as well. Before we get out of here, we got a few more things. Let's talk about other ways they can make money other than the Brady you know, extension. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Mike Evans, I know they've gone to the well, right. They've, they've asked him to do it a bunch and he's done it. They can restructure him yet again. They can, if they want. Um, and then Ali Marpet is another guy they can restructure, which I believe they might've restructured either last season or the year before. Uh, but then the interesting thing is they can extend Ryan Jensen to lower his cap it if they would like, because he's a free agent next year. Um, extend Donovan Smith. Um, 
or I don't think Smith will want an extension because he's a free agent and he's going to be like 28 next year. So he might be able to cash in on a bigger deal. Yeah. So I don't know if he'll want that or if he's even worth the bucks. You know, if, if he's like, okay, give me 20 million. They're like, no, forget you it. Know, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking ahead just a little bit talking about Donovan Smith. I am very curious to see what his market would look like just because I don't know what other teams view him as. You know, you you got the New Orleans Saints defensive line who for the past three, four years has viewed him as a turnstile. Um, but I, I'm just curious what other teams would think of him. Like after this season, it would be a good year for him to get paid. But obviously that has to right. carry over in the next season. And consistency is key. I think you keep this O-line together, which they will, obviously. But Yeah, this uh, year at least. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a good O-line again next year. If he has another career season, I'm curious to see what his market would be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, like, if he has another good year, you're talking about him and Carlton Davis really is the two big free agents to sign next year and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I have my doubts about Chris Godwin's long-term uh, status on this team. But, you know, well, for next year, he's for this year, I mean, he's here. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about, you know, the other ones now. This is the more – the more depressing ones, the guys that, you know, could be cut. Like, I mean, and John Donovan Smith and Ryan Jensen could be cut, but Jason Light basically confirmed that like, they're going to be back. Yes. It would save them like close to $30 million, but you're creating two holes on the offensive yeah. line. So why would you do that? Um, and it's not like there's, you know, no brainer re- replacements for them. Uh, so uh, the Karen Bright, he's a guy that I believe is making six and a half million dollars. That's going to have to either come down to even, like three, maybe three million or so. It's going to have to come down a lot, or he's going to be released. I just don't really think there's a way to keep him on this team at six and a half and be able to retain everybody you want to. So um, that, uh, and then Will Golston, I believe, is six million or five and a half, something like that. He'll have to come down as well if he wants to stay, or he'll be released. Um, it, it's tough because those guys have been on the team for a while. But you know, if the Bucks truly want to retain their guys. Uh, you know, those are the tough decisions they're going to have to make. So another name, I mean, OJ Howard could like, I don't think be cut, but they could maybe sign him to an extension or ask him to take a little bit of a pay cut. I mean, he's on his fifth year option. The fifth year option is six mil, I think. So, I mean, they could ask him to take a little bit of one, or maybe they could sign him to extension right now to lower the cap hit. Um, it would be interesting, but I don't think they'll, they'll roll in that direction. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say you're going to see the Brady extension, the Evans restructure, more pet restructure. I th- I think you'll see a Jensen extension. Wow, that sounds good. That uh, rhymes. Um, uh, and then rolls right off of the I, tongue. I mean, what I, more do you I, need? That's a move to be made. I'm a, I'll, I'll be a big fan of that move. Yeah, and I I don't think you'll see Donovan Smith extended. I don't think they're going to do that. And then I do think, man, I don't know. I I used to be convinced that both Golston and Brate were being cut. But I think one of them gets cut and one of them takes a pay cut. And I'm not sure which one. Yeah. I'm no. not. Because Golson's more important, I think. Because Golson's more of a starter. He plays more than Bray does. But also, like, I don't know. Is Golson willing to take a pay cut? Like, I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like Bray would be more willing to take a pay cut. He did it last year already. Like, he's already done it before in the past. I don't know. Yeah. Now, some other news that we had actually missed, the Buccaneers, they had tendered some restricted free agents today. Uh, tight end Tanner Hudson, defensive lineman Jeremiah Ledbetter, Pat O'Connor, and then long snapper Zach Triner, the guy who predicted Brady to Tampa. Uh, all those guys are going to be back, and hmm. that's good news for the yeah. Bucs. There is... Well, you got, you got to keep the guy with the crystal ball. So Yeah, right? There you go. 
There is one guy that I'm actually curious about, and I'm pretty sure it's a it's a it's like a done deal. He's not going anywhere. But Aaron Stinney, what's his situation? Just because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, he's well. He's a restricted free agent, I believe. So yeah. I don't. I know Scott Reynolds had talked about this. Like they, he doesn't think they'll put the tender on him because the tender's like two million dollars. Like that's a little much. Right, like, right. I think for Aaron Stinney. So um, I mean, this is a guy they they just picked up last year off a of practice squad, like yeah. for nothing. I mean, I know he played well, but like it's three games. Like it's a little bit much. So I, I do think they they won't tender him, but I think they'll work out a deal. Maybe like you know. I think Reynolds mentioned like a million dollars. I think maybe it's a little bit lower than that, maybe slightly higher. But I, I don't. I think uh, I, I think Stinney will be back, but I don't think it won't be at two million dollars. And I only brought him up because you know you did say it was only three games, but the the most important three games the Bucks have played in damn near twenty years. He was filling in for Alex Kappa at that right guard position, and for what he brought to the table, he pray uh, he played pretty damn clean. Um, so I was just kind of curious about him. I like him as a backup. You know what I mean? I, I just didn't know if he had a shot to have another team pay him. Not that he would have a huge market, yeah, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Let me check into the no, live not, chat. Not when not when teams are already struggling for cap space as is. That is um, right. No, I got you. I got you. Checking back into the live chat. Thank you guys for hanging out with us thus far. Oh, let me get this thing to load we here. Got a ton of people in the live chat right now. Lowest tender is two mil, so expect the hump treatment for a one-year nine hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar deal. Uh, how do you feel about Adam Humphreys fitting into the fourth <laughs> receiver role behind Scotty Miller if AB does not re-sign? We actually talked about this in the last episode, and uh, I'm the eternal optimist. If you don't get AB back, go for it. I I don't know, man. Evans really upset. You know what they're going to do? Evans really upset because they're going to make him. You know what they should do? They should make him wear number seven. He'll just be the Taysom Hill of this offense now. They're going to, they're going to re they're going to sign Adam Humphreys. They're going to sign Gerald McCoy. They're going to sign everybody (laughs) back. It just, you know, Quan Bauer is going to end up back on this team. Adrian Claiborne just got released. Yeah, from Cleveland. I didn't even know Adrian Uh, Claiborne was in Cleveland, dude. He's a solid player. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not a fit for the defense, so like, he, he won't come to Tampa. I don't think Danny Lanzana's still playing. Um, no, I mean, did you want like Mark Barron? <laughs> did you want him back, dude? I was um, actually driving. Uh, I was driving down the road the other day. It was Hillsborough Avenue, and there was a dude crossing the street. He had a twenty-four jersey on, and it was like the twenty-twelve jersey. And I'm like, oh, he's got a Darrell Revis jersey, yeah. and it was a Mark Barron jersey. And it, I have a Mark Barron jersey. Dude, it just put me in <laughs> such a good mood. Like, because I'll tell you what. I was really happy the other day driving over to my mom's for dinner. Actually, this is when I saw this guy. But the, the day that I saw the Mark Barron jersey, everybody on the side of the road had a goddamn Bucks jersey on. Well, not a jersey, but they had their Bucks stuff on. Like, everywhere you go around Tampa Bay, everybody's got their Super Bowl champion flags on their cars. And it just it warms my heart, dude. There is nothing better than seeing people excited about this football team. And when we started talking about Mark Barron, that's where my mind went to because I don't know if Mark Barron was one of those guys that deserved a Super Bowl, but, you know, he's just one of those older players that you think of every now and again. Yeah. Um, So we have something in the chat. Uh, Do Bucks match any offer Levante gets in free agency? If not, how much are they? Well, they're not one to match any offer. Uh, There's something that this is why the Bucks aren't in cap hell uh, because – the Jason Light and Mike Greenberg, they'll they'll draw a line in the sand and they'll say, "Look, here's the number. This is it. Like, if you get another offer from somebody else, we we're not gonna match this. Like, 
we're not like let's say their number for Levante David is thirteen million dollars a year, and Levante gets you know fourteen from somebody. The Bucks are not going to say, "Oh no, we have, we'll, we'll we'll give you 14. No, like they'll say, "We love you, but sorry, right? Yeah. Like yeah, we can't do it." So yeah. I do think there's a limit. I don't think they're just going to sit there and match any offer. Um, if it's close, if it's like, I mean, if it's 13 million and somebody's offering like 13.2, then maybe like if it's very <laughs> insignificant, then yeah. But as far as um, matching like an offer of like a million dollars or more, it's not going to happen. And it's another interesting thing to think about when you, you know, are looking at the market that Le- uh, that Levante David can draw. Somebody else had brought up in the chat earlier. If there's a team like Cleveland who wants to throw more than 14, 15 mil at him, they probably could if they really wanted to. Um, he's also a guy Let who's him. like he, he's I'm also sorry, a guy who's over thirty. Yeah, it, like it's just it's not smart. Yeah, I don't know, but I do think he sticks um, around in Tampa Bay, and then I also do think they get yeah. a long-term deal with Shaq Barrett done. I think both of those guys get deals done, and as me and Evan can agree, yeah. I think they'll be back in Tampa. I'm not sure if this guy's being serious or not, but Keckmaster said just go get James White, which I think they might they might have an Julian Edelman the retirement home. To I, I feel like I, I mean Julian maybe he was just being slot. funny. Julian, yeah, I hope so because Julian Edelman would not be a fit like everybody says oh just put him in a slot chris Godwin plays a slot like do you like mike evans played the slot a lot this season well he made an interesting chris godwin chris godwin is their slot wide receiver he made an interesting point earlier and i i honestly think he was just fucking around um (laughs) but he made an interesting point earlier and he's like listen if i'm tom brady because we had talked about tom brady you know pounding the table for odell like a lot of people wanted you to believe uh, we were talking about that, and he said, listen, you know, if, if the Bucks are in that situation, I, I just listen to Tom Brady and give him whatever the hell he wants. There were no legacy Buccaneers that scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and as sad as that is, it's also true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? I guess, man. It, you kind of get bummed um, out thinking about it. Like, dude, I wish my dad had a touchdown sad, in the Super Bowl. Right? Or like Chris, or like Chris Godwin or Cameron Braid or something right, like that. Right, right. Dude, even like, I mean, Joe Haig t- dropped a touchdown, and he was a free agent last year. Like, Joe Haig was not on the team. <laughs> um, so uh, how do you guys like Romeo Aquara as a potential cheaper option at edge? I really like Aquara. He's one of the guys that I had on my list um, for a Shaq Bear replacement. From Detroit, I believe he's 26, 27 years old, so he's he's younger. He'll be a bit cheaper. Uh, I I think he'd be a bargain for somebody. Uh, Barrett for 18 to 20 mil or David for 13 to 15. I think I saw this in the chat before, so I think he's saying which one would you rather, which Barrett for 18 to 20 I'm comfortable with in either number. David, like my limit is 13, so I'd probably say Barrett. If if Barrett asked for 20 million and the Bucks want to give him 20 million, but if David – Ask for fifteen million. That might be a little bit too tough to, to handle. I think. So, what would you do if, if, like, let's say, let's say it's both in the middle number. Let's say it's Barrett for nineteen mil and on a four-year deal, and David for fourteen mil on a three-year deal. Yeah, I mean, which, which would no? I'm saying like, which one? You have to choose. Well, that's what he's saying. Basically, yeah. you no, have no, to no. Choose I understand. One, one. I understand. Man, I, I, this is just me. I kind of like the point that somebody else had brought up earlier. I think it was Nestor when he said, you have Vita Vea on that defensive line, and when you're looking at an edge rusher, I think you can open it up just a little bit. You know, you can't just throw anybody over there, but I think Shaq Barrett is honestly more replaceable on this defense than a guy like Levante David. I hate to say it. 
But Jason Pierre-Paul was a pro bowler. He was a great defensive end. He's going to continue to be a great edge rusher for this team. Levante is a guy who deserves to retire a buck. In my priorities, I've got Levante higher on my list than I do a guy like Shaq Barrett. If Shaq wants to go get paid somewhere, there's a team that will pay him, and I think he'll have a great rest of his career. But as far as you know, who has a higher priority on this defense, to me personally, I'm, I'm taking the contract for Levante and maybe filling in that edge rusher spot either with a pick at 32 if there is one or just, you know, some guy in free agency. Yeah, uh, it, it, like I said, it's it's tough, right, because the position, Shaq Barrett plays the more valuable position, but just p- this particular situation, you'd have to say, like, keep Levante David. Uh, Warren Sapp ended his career on a different team. John Lynch ended his career on a different team. Uh, I mean, you know, Gerald McCoy is likely to end his career on a different team. I think he signs a one-day contract with the Bucks when uh, he finally hangs him up. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of what Lynch and, and Sapp did as well. But, yeah. um, like, just, I mean, actually playing, playing-wise, yeah. um, you know, Levante David can't join that list. Like, the, the Bucks have really screwed up. Derek Brooks, they forced Derek Brooks to retire. Yeah. They cut him. They then they cut him so late in the, like they didn't cut him first day for agency. They, they, you know they haven't treated their their franchise players very well towards the end of their careers. And I hope Levante David's different. Um, I think he is. I, I think they'll get a deal done. But I hope he, he's he's different. Uh, I, I now we're talking running backs in here in the chat. So um, talking about James White versus Le'Veon Bell. Uh, James White versus Deion Lewis. James White and Deion Lewis, obviously two, you know, Brady running backs, basically. Um, there's a lot of options. I know James White's the obvious one, but if Tom Brady wasn't on his team, I don't know how much James White would actually be mentioned. Right. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, Duke Johnson's out there. Jarek McKinnon's out there. Tevin Coleman's out there. Like, those are three names just right there. Chris Thompson's out there. And, and let, let's not forget, um, you know, this team is going to draft a running back in the first three rounds. Like uh, I'm fairly certain of that. Like this team you is going so? to be draft. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're going to do that. Um, th- this team is going to draft a running back because just because Ronald Jones is a free, they're not not resigning Ronald. Jones. No, I understand. No, I I, so, I got you. I mean, and and I mean they can't rely on Keyshawn Vaughn. So, like I mean maybe you know if they do sign, that's why I'm saying though, you know if James White wants three and a half four million dollars, are you going to sign James White for that when he's just literally going to be your third down back? Like, <laughs> you know that's something else that we had brought up on the last episode too, at least well about the free agency running back list is that it's a great list. You know what I mean? So getting laser focused on one expatriate or two expatriates that might have a little bit more chemistry than the next guy, all the bucks need is pass catching back. You know what I mean? They've proven that the chemistry thing is something they can get over pretty quickly. So I'm not worried about a Jarek McKinnon over a James white um, or vice versa. I'm sorry for the, the context I was using there, but um I just I think there are a lot of great pass catching running backs, and that's that's all you need. With Ronald Jones set to probably have a pretty damn good year and make his money next season, I think it's you know the least you could do. And I also think it's important to not get focused on just one guy because there is such a great room. Yeah. So, um, I mean, let's see. So yeah, James White is your third down back, Nair Belka. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we were saying. He's not so you're not bringing him in to really do much. Right. Uh, any chance he's of your, your trip for not? He's your Lashawn McCoy replacement. Pretty much, yeah. Um, 
he'll just play probably a little bit more than McCoy did. Uh, any any chance they trade up for Najee Harris, I think they could go earlier. If they think he go earlier in the first. I don't think they're going to be trading up for anybody, although this is the year that if they like somebody and they see him at maybe like 24, 23, maybe a move up, but I don't think it's for a running back. Um, I think it would be maybe for like an edge defender if they really like somebody, let's say like a Jalen Phillips. I know I put that out there earlier uh, this week uh, or last week, I think, but um, – I mean, I don't think they'll be traded up for a running back. I don't think they trade up regardless. If he's there at 32, I would expect them to take him. Um, but I, I don't think they'll be trading up for him. So another thing, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, I wanted to wanted to talk about Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, K-Master 5000 made a good point. Maybe it's just me, but I think Vaughn is going to do well this year. Rookie running back who's third on the depth chart with no offseason or rookie OTAs. Give him a chance, and I think he will do well. I was on the side of the argument I that know, I man. really think the sample size for Keyshawn Vaughn is way too small. The, what he gave us was awful, but for a guy who didn't have rookie OTAs, didn't have training camp, and, and kind of had very sparing playing time, he did get a touchdown, I guess. Um, I, I It's hard for me to, you know, to, to just write off third-round pick running back Keyshawn Vaughn as a bust. I just I can't do it yet. I need one more year. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's just... Like the Bucks aren't going to rely on him. Like, no, I know you're not in a position you know, to rely on him, but damn it, give him the ball a little bit more. I mean, well, okay, then where where are you getting the where are you getting the to getting him the ball? If, if you know, sign man. James James White to be your third down back and you have faith in Ronald Jones, where are you getting Keyshawn Vaughn the ball? It's just there's not like you know it's just. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's I, I know it's a tough situation being a rookie with he had, no a, cu- he had a couple of fumbles. Bucks time said, "What did Keyshawn do that was awful?" A couple of fumbles. He had a couple of fumbles, but let's remember that those he had fumbles, a fumble in the playoff game. Those fumbles could not have come at worse times, if I remember yeah. correctly. The bear, the Bears game, it tur- single handedly turned around that game, and then yeah, and then the it was re- the Washington game. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, uh, some Bud Dupree talk. I think Bud Dupree is going to be a little bit more expensive than a lot of people think. I know he has a knee injury, but I think he's going to be more expensive than people think. Uh, Evan, why do you think the Bucks won't sign Ronald Jones when his contract expires next season? Because Jason Light has learned from this. He's already re-signed a running back in the past, and it's burned him. That guy's name was Doug Martin. He's not going to do it again. Um, uh, basically, think- to expound... Because I also have trouble thinking Ronald Jones is going to be the guy who comes back after next season. If Ronald Jones takes a bigger role in that backfield, which he's poised to do, I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's going to earn his money. And I don't think the Bucks, a team with a limited window, is in a position to have to overpay for a running back. I don't and think it's, it's going to be limited cap space. Like it's, it's going to be limited out, cap space, limited. but there's going to be other teams in the market for a running back that Ronald Jones is. So I think it's just too important to remember that it's not like he won't be here because he'll suck. Like I think right. he'll be here because I, I think he won't be here because the Bucks just won't really have the money to pay him. Yep. Yeah. That's that's exactly the same reason Fournette won't be back. They they would love him back, but it's just too much money. Uh, is Gronk coming back? Yeah. Like do you expect Gronkowski to come back. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. I feel like Shaq is easier to place this year than Levante. It, it, it might be because, like I said, we listed, you know, what are the linebackers you'd re- replace Levante David with? Not a, a, a ton of great options. But if you look at Shaq Barrett, there's a lot of different pass rushing options. So, um, 
Rojo was a thousand yard rusher this year if he didn't get sick injured. Yeah, we're we're not saying that he's bad. We are not saying that he's bad. We're saying that he'll probably get over a thousand yards next year, and he'll ask for five six million dollars a year on a four or five year deal, and the Bucks are not giving him that. Like it's not happening. Um, so, uh, oh, here it is. Breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ian Rappaport, T- the Bucks are keeping one of their own. Tampa has agreed to terms with star linebacker Levante Davis. Let's go, baby. On a, on a two-year contract for $25 million. Let's go, NFL. baby. Two-year contract for $25 mil, you said? Uh, yes, to $25 mil total. Let's go, man. Now we got so much more to talk about. The ball is in Shaq Barrett's court, and I wanted to bring up earlier. Well, the ball isn't really. I, I mean, I guess it is. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just excited here. Uh, Levante David being signed again to a two year deal. You heard it here first. If you're hanging out live with us, really do appreciate you guys. This is what we have been waiting for. Um, (laughs) I think that's the first time we've ever broken news like that live on the show because on the the brink of free agency, David stays home. Yep. Ian Rappaport just tweeted it. Uh, yeah, well, it would have been a Gronkowski situation, right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, so yeah, great news. Great news. All the Buccaneers have to worry about now is Shaq Barrett. And with the money that they're paying Levante from what we know right now, uh, how much money are they going to need to clear up to maybe make a run at a Shaq Barrett since we know a little bit more? Um, well, let's see. So it's what? Two, 12 and a half. So, I mean, that's a fair deal. That's yeah. a fair deal for Levante David. So um, I would have liked a three-year deal. Just have a little bit more um, security, I guess, but whatever. Uh, he's back. So, yeah, they're going to have to clear up a little bit. Like, they, they are. But, like, depending – see, I don't know how this contract is structured yet. So, right. that, that's, that's sort of a, a, difficult, a difficult assessment. Um, so, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but um, – I still think – I mean, there was a report that they're talking to Shaq Barrett, right? There, there was that report. Um, and then we'll see what happens. I, I still think the Bucks' number is around $19 million a year. I don't really think they're going to go above that. Uh, um, so we'll, we'll see, but I do expect uh, Shaq Barrett to, to test the open market. But, yeah, breaking news on the show, Avante David is back. All that talk we just did was for nothing, um, because <laughs> yeah, I guess I gotta matter. go back Levante and like edit David, that out. The Bucks will not. The, 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 the Bucks will not be signing a another inside linebacker this offseason with a big money contract. They will not be drafting one with the thirty second overall pick. Levante David is here to stay. Um, next news will be Brady new deal to free some money up. It could be uh, that that could yeah. that could be the case. Um, because right now they would have negative. So they'd have negative money. So and I, I, and uh, I also Ian think that, yeah, the Bucks will, uh, go ahead. I, I was also just going to bring up that. I also think, you know, since we are a little bit of time before free agency officially starting, I, I think it's going to be just a little bit before you maybe hear some, uh, hear some news on Shaq Barrett, just because he is expected to kind of test out that market. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ian Rapport, the Bucks wanted to make sure one of their top players and leaders stayed home. They spent the last few weeks working on it and have just agreed. David gets $20 million guaranteed on the two-year $25 million deal, a win-win. Love that, man. I love that so much. Good news for Levante, David. I mean, he'll still be at a decent age. It's a two-year deal. If he wants to retire, if he wants to keep going, obviously they'll talk about it then, but a really, really good team-friendly deal. And uh, where were we guessing his market was? Right around 13, 13 15 mil? Well, I, I, I guessed my – well, my guess was around anywhere from 11 to 13 in that yeah. range. So uh, I wasn't really comfortable giving him anything over 13 million. I'm sure the Bucks weren't either. So Hell yeah. Um, I think it, yeah, it's a fair deal for, for both parties. Um, and then you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think maybe – I think Levante realized this is his last little payday. I don't think when he's 33 years old you know, and his contract's up again, I don't think he can expect $12.5 million again. But, um, you know, yeah, it's a fair deal for both guys, and now they get to keep their defensive leader. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a huge win right now. So, um, yeah, let, let's see. I mean, the chat's really useless right now, but it's all – it's all the it's all the same stuff. Oh man, uh, I can't believe you just called the chat useless. Shout out to everybody in the chat, all eighty two. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tuned in Every, with us yeah, right now, absolutely. I, I mean, don't know I'm, why I'm Evan little, is so little, mean. Everybody. Okay, don't try to make me out to be the heel. Um, Listen, if there was a face and a heel on the show, you would definitely be the heel, Bucko. I mean, you can't I, run I from that. I don't care. Heel. Guess guess what? The heel gets the pop most of the time, bud. So, and you know that because you watch wrestling, so you know that. <laughs> If you're a good heel, I mean, I don't know. Does the chat think you're a good heel? Are you a good am, am I am I am am I a good bad guy? Am I somebody that when I walk out you would cheer for? Let us know in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So if Shaq resigns. I don't think Sue is back. See, I to, to me, Sue. It's either Tampa or, or like retirement. He hasn't completely ruled out retirement yet. He said that his wife okayed him to come back to play football, but he hasn't like completely ruled that out. And he was one I of the see... first guys to really come out and say he's ready to be back in Tampa, aside from maybe a Shaq and a Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin Capra, Shaq was must keep. He's gone now. That That's not that's not true. Um, he's Shaq, Shaq's uh, <laughs> not gone. I mean, he's, you know. what? Kevin's, Kevin's, Kevin's got a good take. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's a good take Evan that's can a be good a natural take. duck replace the you cheer. and I at we times we won't cheer anymore Evan not, why not come on Like you gotta give me some you're the, you're the dark match man everybody goes and takes their bathroom break buys their popcorns and their title belts right right yeah <laughs> no it's it's terrible and then they just yeah I know and then they, then they come back and they don't even remember who won the match and oh, it's like man. you know um Okay, so let's let's sort of bring this back to to the Dominican Sioux thing because it went, with that breaking news, we we sort of went off kilter. Which actually, little inside scoop here from everybody, not on the books, but on the show, on the the personally the show, we had to push this time back two times. It was supposed to be you know earlier in the day, then it got pushed back. Earlier in the day, it got pushed back. If we had done those times, we wouldn't have been on to see the Levante David news. So. Um, that's a little silver lining there. So got some breaking news on the on the stream. Evan the Destroyer. Yeah, I like that. That that sounds good. Evan the Destroyer. Um, I'd rather sign CG free of cap and let Shaq walk. Sign Bud. He will be cheaper. See, I just I'm not convinced Bud Dupree is going to be cheaper. Like I'm really not. Uh, but anyways, back to Sue. Uh, this like, he made eight million last year. I, I think he's going to come back for less. Like I, I don't think he can expect eight million dollars again. He's a year older. Um, 
eight million was less than he signed for with the Bucks originally uh, in his first year. So I, I do think, um, you know, I, I do think he'll be back. And I think it'll be less than eight. Uh, one more thing: uh, Do you think Bucks might have a Super Bowl hangover, or will they still be hungry? I mean, every time, anytime you win a championship, there's always a chance of a hangover. Uh, the good thing is that. A lot of I know some places are opening up and stuff, but a lot of the, the places are still shut down. Yeah, what exactly can you do? <laughs> you know, still <laughs> so, like, what exactly is there to well, do? Um, he, here is here is one oh, more wow. thing that's important to remember. Is that Dang, Steve? He well, no, Steve said Evan the destroyer of pies. And <laughs> I mean wings, wings, buddy, not pies. Uh, second place destroyer of wings. Let's remember that as well. Okay, um, then like bacon or something. Let's say that. <laughs> okay, so Rick Rick Stroud, uh, Bucks creatively added three extra void years, which makes his salary cap number around three point five million this year. So for this season, Levante David's on the books. He'll count for three and a three and a half million against the cap. Um, so the the void years is basically. Uh, basically fake years kind of where you can put extra money. So that's what they did. And that's what, uh, that's what they were going to have to do if they wanted to keep everybody. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that, that may fare well for Shaq Barrett because it saves them more money. So we'll see what happens, but uh, good deal for the bucks. Uh, good deal for both sides and a really smart deal for both sides. So Absolutely. And uh, I think for the sake of viewer enjoyment, listener enjoyment, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the stream right here. We got the Levante David breaking news. We talked about Chris Godwin getting franchise tagged. I really think we covered the wagon of a lot of Bucks news that's going to come out today. Uh, it just seems like the internet's starting to go out on us. A couple of people talking about how the stream is lagging. But I do appreciate anyone and everyone who is hanging out with us here today. As of right now, 76 people, which is a very fitting number. Levante, David, two more years in Tampa Bay. And, of course, Chris Godwin locked down under the tag for next season. A couple of moves out of the way for Tampa Bay and an otherwise uh, pretty tricky offseason coming up. But, of course, we'll be here to talk with you about it every single step of the way. Before we get out of here, I do need to take a second to thank our sponsor, eBay. Listen, you might not have known this, but eBay has actually become quite the legitimate sneaker marketplace over these last few years. As the original sneaker marketplace, uh, sneaker, sneaker marketplace, excuse me, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing for a while. Whether it's rare dead stock at the or uh, or the latest release, I'm sorry. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for. With eBay's authentic, uh, authenticity guarantee, what the hell is wrong with me? With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker is also... Uh, comes with an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. I've said that word so many damn times. And it also protects the sellers with a verified return process. So for sneaker sellers out there, they've also eliminated selling fees on sneakers over 100 bucks, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Wow, that that took me quite a bit to get through, but here we are on the other <laughs> side of it. Evan, any closing remarks? 
Nope, just happy we were able to get some breaking news on the stream for once, huh? So, um, keep it up with the with you know keep up the support on the page. Really appreciate it. You want the best updates, the quickest updates? Follow me or you know it's it's gonna be that's where it's gonna be. Um, got a lot of other things. Like I said, this off season isn't done yet. It's just literally starting. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be uh, yeah. So Mike Garofalo, it'll be a five year deal with three voidable years for Levante David. Avoidable years are all the range this year as team maneuvers around the cap decrease. So, um, and that was from Mike Garofolo of all people. So, oh wow, uh, the one guy who's just <laughs> been on top of it, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, although he did backtrack and say it was going to happen, so um, yeah, good good stuff. And now, hopefully, they're able to to bring back Shaq Barrett. Maybe you'll see some news about Levante, uh, Levante, uh, Nadamikatsu, Gronkowski. Those guys, maybe Ryan suck up, right? We haven't really talked about him. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll see. Stay tuned, and we'll be on top of it. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting rest of the week. It's going to be an interesting next couple of the weeks. But as you know, we'll be with there. Uh, we'll be with you there every step of the way. I think I'm just starting to break down at the end of the show. That's what's <laughs> happening. But I think the, the the breaking news just threw it all off. I think. Yeah, I guess so. I got it. I got a different state of mind. I'm excited. I got to like go for a run now. But ladies and gentlemen, that's just about going to do it for this episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching live with us over on YouTube. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. It is the best way to check out the show. we got fancy video, and we upload a bunch of other content that you can't get on our podcast feed. So it truly is the best way to experience the show. Make sure you subscribe. It is free. doesn't cost you anything, and it helps out the show a ton. Also, we never really got the chance to say... Thank you guys so much for 2,000 subscribers. We're already on the hot road to 2,100. We're almost there. We're in the 2080s from what I'm looking at right now. So we're less than 20 away from 2,100, which is awesome because we hit 2,000 less than a week ago. Uh, So thank you guys so much. We've said it so much over the years, but this show really wouldn't be anything without you guys. So... All of your support truly means the world. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to listen to us sometime, it's a little bit more convenient. Check out the uh, podcast outlets, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, anywhere and everywhere you can download a podcast. We are pretty much there. iHeartRadio as well. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. It's another great place to go for updates on the show. And, of course, Buccaneer News as it happens, which... I didn't get the Levante David post up because we were sitting here doing a live stream, which I'm glad that we were. Guess but, who did? Huh? Huh? Me. Oh, Me. number one Bucks page on Instagram. <laughs> you can follow my co-host over there, Bucks underscore daily, coming up on 30,000 subscribers and uh, the best place to go for Buccaneer news on Instagram. You can also follow him on Twitter at EvanNFL, where he will not follow you back, and he'll probably belittle <laughs> you about your football intelligence, but uh, that's just what he does, and we love him for it, right? Oh boy, I guess. I mean, I gotta play the heel role, so like that's that's my designated role now. So yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, follow myself Instagram and Twitter at Redicus R H E T T A K U S. If you follow me, I will follow you back. Like I said, that's gonna wrap this episode up. Happy to have Levante David back in Tampa Bay, and of course Chris Godwin, as this team is just a couple of steps closer to make it another run at the Super Bowl. It's going to be one hell of an offseason, and we're excited to talk to you guys about it. We'll talk to you soon. Until then, go Bucks.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.